Hey everyone, Diane with InStrive here. I am a therapeutic weight loss specialist out of our Muncie office, and I want to thank you for joining us today on the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast. Today's episode is going to be 10 survival tips for getting through Thanksgiving Day without having your scale go crazy. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, I'm taking Thanksgiving off. And listen, I'm not about to tell you how to live your life. If that's the case, you do you. I will say it's a slippery slope. Be careful. If that's your decision, make sure that you have an exit strategy to get yourself right back on track. However, if you are looking more to enjoy the holiday, but do it in a mindful way, some of these tips that we're about to go over might really be helpful, useful, something that maybe you didn't think about, but will make a difference and how the holiday impacts your progress and the end result you're seeing on that scale. So the first tip I have for you today is to eat breakfast. Breakfast is very important. We all know that breakfast, as our moms always told us, is the most important meal of the day. And mom was right in this case, because first of all, on a normal day, the protein to jumpstart your body, to get that metabolic system fired up, the, the importance of eating breakfast to try to curb the appetite from overindulging in other foods and calories throughout your day-to-day -day is one of the biggest reasons that breakfast should not be skipped. But it's even more essential on a day when there's going to be a large meal in our future. Research has shown that people who eat breakfast are less likely to consume excess calories the rest of the day. That's key on a feast day like Thanksgiving. So eating breakfast and having it contain your protein and your fiber and you know all of the other good things that you need, your healthy fats, that's gonna help you feel more satisfied throughout your day. You're gonna be less likely to need to snack or graze in the hours leading up to your big meal. And hopefully it will prevent you from really overdoing it when that meal is served because you won't be absolutely starving at that point. All right, tip number two, get moving. Find a way to fit some movement into your Thanksgiving morning. And I don't mean, or, or afternoon or any time during the day. And I don't mean like go to a gym if that's not your pattern or, you know, go out and do the local turkey trot. Honestly, if those things are too ambitious, not what you're into, that's okay. Let's start small. Let's think about little movements like, you know, getting up and helping with the dishes, helping to clear the table, helping to put away the leftovers, asking if your family wants to go outside and help walk the dog with you. Uh, even just, you know, making sure you're getting up and down and kind of moving around the house. Even if it's just going up and down the stairs a few times, if your knees tolerate that. That is going to be better than being the person who goes from the table to the couch where you pass out in a turkey coma and the most movement you're having that day is walking to the bathroom. So do what you can to incorporate some movement into your day. Tip number three, make sure the outfit you are wearing is appropriate to your goal. And so I, I think with this, a lot of times on Thanksgiving, people are uh, you know, going from one extreme to the other. We have people that are oh my gosh, I'm going to wear my stretchiest pants and make sure I've got tons of room that I can eat whatever I want and I will feel comfortable. And then the other side of that, I've had clients who say, oh, I'm going to wear my tightest pair of pants because then I'm not going to feel comfortable if I eat too much. So let's, let's meet in the middle here. You don't want to wear your loosest pair of sweatpants because then you're planning for failure, right? You're planning to just 
eat everything in sight and you're setting yourself up for a bad situation. But you also don't want to wear very, very tight fitting pants because your stomach expands when you eat. And that expansion is important because it allows your, your stomach to send an important message to your brain that you're full. So putting added pressure on your belly can prevent that expansion. And what you know happens then is your brain may not get the message or it might get it too late. At that point, you've overeaten, you're you know, feeling uncomfortable, you're not feeling well. So too tight isn't great, too, you know, uh, all-encompassing loose isn't great. Not that loosest pair of sweatpants. Instead, choose an outfit that you feel comfortable in that allows a little bit of room for expansion, but, you know, that isn't your go-to, I'm going to eat everything in sight outfit. Tip number four, have a small snack. So when I mentioned before that breakfast can help with overeating, Having a small snack, maybe an hour to two hours before your big meal can do the same thing. You don't, you know, want to go crazy with that. You want to have something to kind of satiate any hunger that you have going on. And it's not going to spoil your appetite for, you know, the indulgent foods that you're going to be having or the things you're really looking forward to, but it might help to prevent you from eating, you know, way more than what you were planning on. So a small snack that would contain protein, fiber, um, you know, like an apple and some almonds. And those are on the Instrive plan, know where I'm going with this. Uh, that will help to keep your metabolic system in a happy place. And it will also help you to not go crazy when the food finally does get put on the table. Okay, tip number five, bring some foods that you are okay to indulge on. I'm thinking about a veggie tray or a fruit tray. I'm thinking about bringing something that is a plan approved, 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 approved <laughs> recipe that you can enjoy. And when I say plan approved, of course, those of you on the Instagram plan are going to know where to find those recipes. And what I'm talking about, our holiday survival guide is a great resource. Um, those of you who are not, I want you to think about the foods that maybe are not so carb loaded, um, you know, and, and by carb loaded, I don't mean like avoid fruit. I mean, carb loaded, like your stuffing, your mashed potatoes, you know, those kind of things, but bringing along, uh, some fruit or veggies or something that is like, a you know, a cauliflower mashed potato, or, you know, a lighter version of a green bean casserole or something that you enjoy, but that is not completely off plan will help because then you can kind of load up on that and that will help you eat less of the foods that you are concerned about. Um, all right. So the sixth tip that I have for you is to, if you're serving the dinner, if, if it's you that is making the food, try to not set it up on the table when the food is sitting right in front of you, it's almost like a teaser. It's sitting there, you're looking at it, you're thinking about it, you finish those mashed potatoes and you're like, oh my gosh, there's still so much of it left and it looks so good and I really wanna have more. And that is like, you know, it's hard to resist something that's right in our face, especially if it's something that we really enjoy. So what I recommend is putting the food in potentially another room, 
where you can, you know, kind of not have to worry so much about it being right up in your face and that it would literally take getting up, walking in the other room and grabbing that next serving. So that kind of will keep you much more mindful than you would be otherwise when it comes to indulging in, you know, serving after serving after serving, rather than if it's just sitting there and, you know, you're able to just reach across the table or ask, you know, the person next to you to pass it to you. Just keeping it kind of out of sight, out of mind in a buffet style type of eating situation in maybe like your kitchen or another room. Okay. Tip number seven, eat slowly. Taking things slow gives your body time to catch up. It takes 20 minutes for your body to know it's full. I've talked about this in other episodes of the podcast. And when this comes to mind, I have a couple tips that I do recommend. One of them is putting your fork down in between bites. If you are just holding your fork the entire time that you're eating, that is opening the door for you to just keep shoveling more and more and more food in. We don't want to do that. So putting the fork down, giving yourself time to chew and swallow, taking a, a drink of water in between, that's going to help your body get used to what's coming in, adjust to it and put up that fullness signal. Also, you know, enjoy the conversations with the people around you. Make sure that you're thoroughly chewing your food. I know sometimes when things taste good, we can kind of eat it much quicker then we can, if it's something we're not really enjoying, so you're just kind of shoveling it all in. Um, but that is the worst plan when you're trying to be careful with consumption level. If you want to make sure you're not over consuming, you're eating way too many you know, calories, even though we don't really look at calories here at InStrive, that is the surest way to do that is to eat slow, mindfully, enjoy your meal, but don't go crazy. Don't shovel it all in. Okay, eighth tip. Guys, this isn't the last time you're going to eat, okay? <laughs> a lot of us have a tendency to overdo it at Thanksgiving because we know it only comes around one time a year. So when we're going into Thanksgiving, we're thinking about all those recipes that only are made for this meal. Most of us aren't having some of these things, you know, multiple times a year and we get excited for them. I can't think of another day of the year that I eat pumpkin pie typically. And, you know, I can't think of another day typically when I'm making baked corn and some of these other things. So when you are indulging in these foods, you feel like, oh man, I really have to eat because I'm not going to get it again for a whole year. That's not necessarily the case, first of all, if there's something you really enjoy that you have at Thanksgiving, you can't always make it another time. Uh, if it's a family member who makes that particular item, you know, once a year and you really enjoy it, have some, you know, definitely enjoy, but don't go crazy. You're going to see those foods again. They're going to be available to you. It's not the last time you're going to have them. So don't eat like it is. Tip number nine. Have a little something sweet. Don't go nuts with the desserts. If there's pie and cookies and special desserts and they're all over the place and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to try them all. There's, there's a line there. So if you want to try a little of everything, literally kind of make it a small bite. 
of everything. Don't take a piece of everything or even a half a serving of everything, small bites. If there's one particular item that you're focused on, take a small serving, enjoy it, but keep it at that. Don't take a small serving or a large serving, even worse of all of those things, make sure you are eating that dessert mindfully, just like you did everything else. All right. So the 10th tip that we have is about the getting back on track. So when you have finished Thanksgiving and it's the meal is done and it's rolling into the evening and the next day, instead of going to the refrigerator and looking for those leftovers and making sure that you have things you can continue eating that are there, if you are on a weight loss program, it's much smarter to make only as much as is needed for that meal or for that day. Send home additional food. If you have guests, make to-go plates. Get it out of your refrigerator. If it's something you know you're going to eat if it's sitting there, the best thing to do is not let it be sitting there. Have an exit strategy. Have a plan to get right back on track. That is the biggest survival tip I can give you. When it's over, let it be over. Don't turn Thanksgiving into a five-day event with the leftovers. Let it be done. When it's done, it's done, okay? So getting back on track can have a plan for that next meal. If your next meal is breakfast, prep it. Have it ready to go. Have your favorite healthy breakfast on hand so that you know when you get up in the morning, you know exactly what you're going to go eat and it's something you enjoy. If your next meal is going to be dinner time, maybe you eat early in the day, have a healthy meal prepped for that as well. Have more turkey. That's fine. But instead of having more turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, macaroni, cheese, green bean casserole, whatever, have a healthy meal in mind. So if you made that plan approved dish, plan on having some of that, plan on having some turkey, plan on having some fresh fruit, plan on having your healthy fat, get yourself right back on plan at the next meal. Don't wait because it's a slippery slope. A bad meal becomes a bad day, becomes a bad weekend, becomes a bad week, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we don't want to let it get too out of hand before we start dialing it back. All right. Those are the 10 Thanksgiving Day survival tips. I hope they helped you. I hope that that will give you some insight. Um, you know, and, and if you're having Thanksgiving and you are going to have a lot of family around and, you know, it's a little bit stressful and you feel like you're, you know, having a lot going on, it can be easy to slip into using food and beverage as a coping or comfort mechanism. Just remember in the back of your mind, the plan that you're on and why you're doing it. Remember your why, take some breaths, go outside, get a little air, it can always be a little hard when we are, you know, dealing with a holiday and, and a lot of hubbub and lots of activity and maybe lots of family or friends that aren't usually around or all around us. It's okay to enjoy your holiday. It's just better if you enjoy it in a way that isn't going to make you feel bad after the fact. And that's, that's really what I like to, I don't want to say preach, but like to make sure that my, you know, the InStripe clients that we're dealing with understand that if it's something that you're going to do that, you know, you're going to beat yourself up for, is it worth it? 
Is it really worth it? And isn't there a better way to plan ahead? Still enjoy, still have a great holiday, but without putting that guilt on yourself, without beating yourself up and without feeling like you can't turn it back around. I hope all of you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope that you enjoy your day and that you, you and your family have a safe and beautiful holiday. And certainly if any of you need any tips for getting back on track once the holiday is over, if you are an InStribe client, you already know, get a hold of us. That's what we're here for. If you are not an InStribe client and you want to learn more about how you can become one, please find us on one of our social media platforms. We have a great presence on Instagram right now. You can just check out a lot of videos, see what we have going on, check out our, our uh, social media. You can also send a message to us, go to our website, instrivefatloss.com. We are always more than happy to set you up for a free no obligation consultation with one of our therapeutic weight loss specialists, such as myself. Thanks so much for joining me today, guys. Have a wonderful holiday.